So, coronavirus is ravaging the world right now, and that means that we are all stuck at home doing nothing. And what better way to cope with being stuck at home doing nothing than to talk about traveling? I'm Ryder Donnan, your host, and this is 12 Hour Flight. Today, what we are going to do is talk about Italy and my hypothetical trip to Italy because it's I can't really do it right now. And we're talking about places. So the cities that we'll be visiting is are are is are are Rome, Pisa, and Venice. And these are all places in Italy, and they're beautiful because Italy is beautiful. So without further uh, ado, redo, whatever, let's get started then. Way back then, the Mediterranean was controlled by a great power called the Roman Empire. And inside the Roman Empire was a little tiny boot-shaped peninsula thingy. It was called Italy. And now that, you know, the Roman Empire is gone, they left behind a whole bunch of ruins, making the, making the country of Italy, especially the city of Rome inside of Italy, be one of the most culture-rich, ancient culture-rich places in the entire world. And around every corner is a new experience, either related to the Roman Empire or related to some other time. And so, join me as I travel around Italy and explore the many wonders of it. So, any beginning has, so every journey has a beginning, right? It's, uh, for our beginning, it's BWI Airport. That's right. It begins at an airport. So, from here, we will board a plane to enter Italy, so... So, this will be a little high secret. There's going to be um, two stops, but you will not talk about those because it's just boring talking about stops because it's, you know, boring. Nobody wants to talk about a stop, okay? So, clear it up. And uh, so next, after a long trip across the Atlantic, we finally make it to Leonardo da Vinci Airport, which is in Rome. So, yep, we're going to start in Rome. So then, after this, we may continue my journey in Italy. So let's first talk about Rome. Now, Rome exactly. People say that Rome is romantic, but I probably will never find somebody that loves me. So, um, yeah. So anyways, in the days of the Roman Empire, Rome was the capital. Um, Makes sense, right? But instead of being a capital to an empire now, it's capital of Italy, which is the closest thing you can get to an empire, at least recently. And it's full of ruins from the Colosseum, which we will get into right now. So it's one of the most recognizable locations in the world. Like you can look at it, see those weird arch thingies on it, and you think, oh, that, that's, that's in Rome, isn't it? And it was completed in 80 CE, which is not even going to do the math. It's over 1,000 years ago, and it's still standing. So basically, if you do not know what the Colosseum did, they um, put up a bunch of gladiators, gave them swords, and told them to kill each other. And also, a crazy little tiny fact, they could fill it up with water, at least the bottom, and they could reenact naval fights. So that would be pretty cool. Sadly, they cannot, you know, fill it up, but it still would be pretty cool to see it fill up. Next, we're going to move slightly north, not slightly, a lot north, to the Gallery of Borghese. I think I'm saying it right. Yeah, I am. And it was built to house the art collection of Cardinal Scipione Borghese. Scipione. I think that's how you say it, anyways. But in the Galleria, there are several famous works of art. 
I do not know what's in there because I did not really, um, you know, go in there. But, you know, you have a one. It's so great, in fact, that people refer to it as the queen of all private art collections. So it must hold a lot of good art. Anyways, let's move on to our next part of the tour, Pisa. So now we move on to Pisa. So stop number two, if you are keeping track. So back during the ancient times of the Romans, Pisa was a port city, which is why it's located on the water. It is also famous for a tower, which is leaning, which is a leaning tower of Pisa, basically. And it's it's actually our first stop because just our first stop. So if you're following along on the tour, you will notice that the view is on the top. If you don't know, then now you know. It's probably one of the strangest places on this list because it's leaning. And I did some digging, totally not related to the reason why it's tilting. About the reason why it's tilting is because of soft soil located where it's building. And it took over 200 years to build because, well, around like the third floor, they have decided, hey, um, you know what would be cool? Making a leaning, making this tower keep on leaning and then all the tourists from around the world in like a thousand years can go visit it. And then, uh, Forget what the dark tech was like, okay, cool, and now look at that. Congratulations to whoever made that project prediction about the future. You were entirely right. So, yeah. So, apparently, it is possible to climb and view the city below, which is a pretty beautiful view, but I'm not exactly the greatest with heights, so probably will not do that. Monument to Santa Maria della Spina. The church that was built in 1223 CE on the Arno River. It was built to contain like a thorn thingy on the Jesus Christ's crown or whatever. But they have like some cool sculptures in it, so yeah. And the Arno River goes to Pisa, making it ever so beautiful. Anyways, let's go on to Venice, Italy, the land of the rivers. After another long drive, we finally arrive in the land of the rivers, which is Venice. I don't know why I'm calling it that, but that's apparently what it is now. So Venice is a beautiful city. So, I think that this is because there's water there. I hate this. They use boats instead of cars and buses. That's right. Instead of somebody owning a car, instead of somebody boasting a Tesla, they'll be boasting their catamaran. That's right. So, it was also a trade center in the 1800s, which is, you know, why it's built on the water. Because then a whole bunch of boats can come up, swim, swim up. Boats don't swim. Boats, you know. They sail up, then they can go trade and sail back to their country. So it was pretty strategic, and that probably is why Venice is so beautiful, because of all of the money that it got. So our first one that we visit is Galleria dell'Accademia. I think that's how you say it. But it is made to house lots of famous artworks, including some by Michelangelo. And they also have many statues. I think there's, yeah, there is David in there. The statue David. Hey, David. So, it only had those until 1807, and then Napoleon decided to wheel his entire art collection to be put on display there. It's kind of a smart idea, because now it's one of the biggest tourist destinations in Venice, at least as a, um, you know, a museum. Next, we go to Doge's Palace. No, not the internet meme. Although, um, it'll be pretty funny. <laughs> so, Doge was a leader of Venice, and it was, it was where he lived. Makes sense, right? Hopefully. 
So, Venice at one point was not part of Italy, then Napoleon conquered it and uh, kind of forced them to be part of it. So, it became a museum in 1923 to protect the artwork and uh, basically the place itself. So, the palace was designed to be the, built to the Doge's liking when it was built. It's obviously um, not to many other people's likings, but I personally think that it looks amazing. So, yeah, that's Venice. Oh, hey, you've tuned into the end of this podcast? Anyways, thank you for watching. This is 12-Hour Flight, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day in quarantine. Probably, um, be very boring, but I still hope you enjoy it. Anyways, it's 12-Hour Flight, and I'm your host, Ryder Donnan, and I would like to wish you a very happy quarantine. Why did I say that?